pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Saskatchewan farm leaders welcome Senate recommendations to provide federal support to farmers facing a carbon tax. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny, wind southwest 30 gusting to 50. The high plus 3 today, the low minus 6. Wind chill minus 7 tonight, minus 13 overnight. Tomorrow partly cloudy, wind southwest 20 gusting to 40, becoming west 40 gusting to 60, the high plus 4 Saturday, the low minus 9. Sunday sunny with a high minus 5, the low minus 8. Monday sunny, the high plus 2, the low minus 5. Tuesday sunny with a high plus 3, the low minus 4. Wednesday sunny, the high plus 2, the low minus 5. Thursday, sunny skies, the high plus 1. The normal high for this time of year is minus 9. The normal low, minus 20. The sun rose at 8.52. This morning it sets at 4.55 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot is Maple Creek at plus 7. The cold spot, Uranium City, at minus 26 degrees. Estevan is plus 2. Saskatoon, 0. Swift Current, plus 3. Weyburn, plus 1. Yorkton is minus 3. In Regina, with sunny skies, it's minus 2, that's 28 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 14, humidity 79%, the barometer dropping 101.5. Sunny and Moose Jaw, plus 3, winds are from the southwest at 28, gusting to 46. Once again, Regina, sunny and minus 2, that's 28 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com. The chair of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association welcomes a Senate suggestion to provide more federal support to farmers facing a carbon tax. The Senate issued a report this week to deal with the federal carbon tax. The Senate Agriculture Committee proposes federal incentives for beneficial farm management practices and develop offset protocols for farmers to receive income from carbon credits. Wheat Growers Chair Jim Wickett of Rosetown opposes the federal carbon tax but welcomes a plan to reduce the impact on farmers. Well, we're, you know, very glad that they recognized the farm practices, you know, that pretty much have been standard here in the prairies for, you know, 20 years plus with the uh, minimum till. And then the, uh, you know, the pretty large move to um, the inclusion of pulse acres into uh, a lot of rotations where that, you know, it's taken greenhouse gases out of the atmosphere and fixing them in the ground for future use. So we're very happy that they, that they did listen. Um, they did, I guess it's a poison pill. We we're not happy about the carbon tax and, and it, it seems like a kind of a bureaucratic uh, nightmare and maybe a nightmare for farmers as well. 
to have to go do a lot of paperwork and justification to uh, to uh, get some money back for taxes that they've paid, and and we just think that it's the uh, kind of the wrong way to do things. But we're happy the Senate listened to uh, to some common sense there. So you think the idea does have some merit if Ottawa is definitely going ahead with their carbon tax? If they're going to barge ahead with this carbon tax, which it sounds like they're quite determined to do, they can't uh, not recognize the huge advances and, and uh, changes in practices and, and everything for the better that the farming uh, community has done, like I said, over the last 20, even 30 years things have changed you know the summer follow you just don't see that very often and just the way that we do things the ground's not you know we don't turn the ground black anymore and and those kind of things i remember and i'm sure you do as a as a youngster you in the springtime the in the spring evening and the there was a fire burning everywhere in every direction of people burning stubble off to seed it so you know farming practices have changed and it's just great that the uh, Senate has kind of realized that. Now, on another topic, the federal government is also holding hearings or consultations on possible seed royalties, and there was a recent meeting in Saskatoon. What are your thoughts on the whole seed royalty issue? Well, you know, it's it's a double-edged sword. I don't think anybody wants to go out and have to pay and pay for seed. I mean, I I certainly don't want the cereals to head down the same road as as canola, where we're shelling out a lot of money every year. And and the only thing that's developed is a hybrid that you have to buy every year. So that said, you know, the Crop Development Centre and and those at the U of S, they're short of money and they're looking, they need extra money to do extra things. So I think as farmers, we have to realize that we need to maybe uh, contribute some more there. What the right way is yet to be seen. You know, in the consultation, there was, you know, some people wanted to maintain the status quo, and the the status quo is just not there. And we have governments, mostly of all levels, but I mean, Saskatchewan is kind of the exception. We should be proud of that, is that they are maintaining and increasing funding versus, you know, the federal government has been pulling back on funding for years and years on uh, how much crop research and and varietal research that they're doing. So we're leaving it in a government's hand, and it's a government, um, it's increasingly further and further from agriculture. And I think as the ag community, we've got to look at that and go, you know, if all of a sudden that funding was pulled, we'd be in a real pickle. So we're better off to have some kind of royalty structure that goes straight back to the breeder, be it a public breeder or a private breeder. I mean, you look at the top varieties that are growing right now, and uh, the majority of them have come out of either uh, Agriculture Canada or the U of S. So that money would be going back to those public breeders if it was in place right now. How's grain movement going right now? Grain movement's pretty pretty darn good around here. I I don't know if... uh, any of the terminals have really waited. If they have, it's only been a few days. So in this area here, it's 180 degree difference from last year. Um, we're quite, so far, quite happy. Jim Wickett of Rosetown is the chair of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. 
APAS President Todd Lewis is encouraged by a Senate recommendation to provide more federal support to farmers facing a carbon tax. A report this week from the Senate Agriculture Committee suggests federal incentives for beneficial farm management practices and offset protocols for farmers to obtain income from carbon credits. Lewis says the Senate has a better understanding on carbon issues and agriculture. When you read that report, uh, a lot of the uh, issues that uh, we've talked about, uh, you know, be it uh, something as simple as the uh, carbon price on uh, propane and natural gas for grain drying and heating livestock barns, they recognize that uh, that should be exempt. And uh, that's just one issue. They talk about sequestration and the report also talks about offsets and uh, really starts to recognize uh, what agriculture has done. And especially here in Western Canada, we've been world leaders. So it's uh, the Senate uh, starting uh, to understand a little bit more what uh, we're, we've been talking about and pushing. And Lewis made a presentation in Ottawa this spring about efforts by farmers to reduce greenhouse gases through modern farming methods. Shareholders have approved the sale of Gardner Dam Terminal and three crop input supply locations about 210 kilometres northwest of Regina. The approval was granted at a special meeting yesterday. 90% of the shareholders voted in favour and 10% were opposed. When the purchase closes next week, Viterra will become the sole owner of the grain handling facility near Strongfield. It had previously owned 50%. Viterra will then sell the three agriculture retail locations to Riverbend Co-op based in Outlook. The sale is expected to generate between 28 and $30.5 million for the approximate 225 Gardner Dam Terminal shareholders who are mainly current and retired farmers as well as local investors. Of the 24 employees at Gardner Dam Terminal, 22 have been offered positions by Viterra and or Riverbend. 21 employees have accepted the employment offers. The fall calf run started off with good prices in Saskatchewan, but bids have been on the decline for the past six weeks or so. Brian Perea is the manager and senior analyst with Canfax. Overall, I think the market held together really well. You know, we did get a little bit of reprieve in the moisture and spread out the fall run a little bit. So, uh, you know, they didn't all come in September and October. We started the fall run with prices similar or higher than a year ago uh, earlier on, and we traded a lot of cattle that way. Feeder cattle prices moved lower in November and December. The bigger volumes and feedlots were getting quite full and there was just some pressure there on the calf market. But overall, most of the fall run calves were solid $2 plus per pound, which, you know, guys, I think were mostly satisfied given the conditions we started the fall run in. For most of 2018, Perea says the fed cattle market was better than expected. Western Canada has been an extremely strong market. Uh, for the most part, fed cattle prices in Alberta have been a premium to the U.S. Uh, just with our tighter numbers here and the new packing plant in Alberta supported our prices. But we've seen that fade here over the last six weeks, too, where we've moved to uh, a discount to the U.S. again. And, you know, I think we were sort of anticipating to maintain a fairly strong basis level, but uh, that's weakened off and, and taken a few dollars out of the Canadian market as well. Slaughter cow bids have been under quite a bit of pressure. Dry weather and high feed costs, definitely pushing more cows to market and also straight to slaughter. This fall we've been processing uh, significantly more cows in Western Canada and even exporting more. So um, guys have been tight on feed and they've been quick to get rid of the cows you know even some guys would feed cows maybe into the new year but with the tight feed supplies these cows are just going to market and you know there's only so much packing capacity for the cows in the fall run it, it's certainly taken a toll on cow prices as they've hit some of their lowest levels in four or five years i think on the positive side prio says recent bread cow sales have shown some good results
a lot of heifers trading and breeding, being breeding stock well over $2,000, $2,500 in, in spots and even a little higher. So that's been good. The cows are going back into the herd versus the worry was it would just go into, you know, into the processing sector. So hopefully we can maintain cow numbers somewhat close to a year ago. Probably be a little bit smaller, but um, not huge uh, changes in the herd that way, hopefully. Brian Perea is the manager and senior analyst at Canfax, which collects and maintains a detailed set of market prices for all types of cattle sold in Canada. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola fell 60 cents at 4.4742. Oats dropped $4.24 at 182.67. Number 1 red spring wheat increased $1.37 at 261.34. The rest were unchanged. Durham $208.62. Feed barley 192.63. Flax 498.29. Yellow peas, 252.54. Feed wheat, 187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is down a quarter cent at 5.88 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw, 1,028 at our pre-sort on Tuesday. Another 459 mostly cows here on Thursday. I thought this calf market was a little stronger here on Tuesday. So were the cows. I haven't said that in here in quite a while. Hopefully that continues right up into the new year. These good cows were 69 to 76. We had some of these high-yielding grain-fed cows. They bring 77 to 81 bucks. Medium cows from 60 to 68. We are having a sale of cows and bulls only on Thursday, December 20th. First regular sale of the new year here is Thursday, January 10th. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,200 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 112 to 138 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 5,200 head, selling a range of 113 to 138 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the weekending Friday, December 14th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 126.37, Hams Cash, 136.10, Thunder Creek Burko, 128.26, and Highleth, $137.60 per CKG. Hams Cash hog price today is steady, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. A Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 7 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3359. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.71 cents U.S. The nearby lean hog futures contracts opened this morning just under 2% higher than the previous session and a move upward that hasn't been seen all week. Thoughts that outside money is moving into commodities is underpinning the support as the fundamental picture has not particularly changed and the market has received no new information that would drastically change the outlook for lean hog futures. Mexican and Chinese pork tariffs remain in place, although there is some recent optimism on the international trade front. All things considered, the move means contracts for a 42-week fixed forward strategy in Canadian dollars have rose approximately $2 per CKG at the open. And the weather outlook for today, mainly sunny, wind southwest 30 gusting to 50, the high today plus 3, the low minus 6, wind chill minus 7 tonight, minus 13 overnight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, wind southwest 20, gusting to 40, becoming west 40, gusting to 60. The high tomorrow, plus 4, the low, minus 9. In Regina, sunny and minus 2, that's 28 Fahrenheit. 
That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.